Good morning. If you looked in the bulletin and you're now looking up here, you may note that I am not now, nor have I ever been Paul Kennedy. <laughs> I said at 8.30 that I have more hair, but Paul seemed to want to take exception to that. Now today is what's known as Low Sunday, due to much smaller attendance compared to last Sunday. <laughs> and I think that's too bad, because we've got important stuff to talk about today. Now in days of old, this was also known as Holy Humor Sunday, because the clergy would sit around drinking brandy and coming up with jokes that they might use on Sunday to sort of re-energize the faithful. It was later discouraged because the consumption of brandy increased greatly and the jokes got a whole lot worse. <laughs> but they would say things like, how do you find an old rabbit? You look for a gray hair. <laughs> but it's okay to laugh because when Jesus rose from the dead, he laughed right in the face of the devil. Now today's gospel lays out some serious and significant things which occurred in the days after the resurrection. Let's set the scene. And can you hear me in the back? Do I need to be louder? Am I okay? More volume. More volume. The disciples are locked in a room, frightened. They didn't really understand what Mary Magdalene meant about having seen Jesus alive. And then Jesus comes into the room and speaks to their fear. Peace be with you. He brings them his peace. He doesn't come to them in a blaze of glory. He comes to them with his wounds. A wounded Savior appearing to his wounded followers. He brought them his peace and breathed his spirit upon them and commissioned them to preach a message of love, forgiveness, and peace. Now he plainly tells them that they cannot remain in the comfort and safety of that room. His story wasn't over, and because of that, their story wasn't over either. Because this was always the plan, and the next step would require them to go out into the world and share the good news of the resurrection with everyone. And that's his call to us, too. Now, Thomas was not there this first time, but he's there later. And let's pay attention to what Jesus says to Thomas. Jesus says, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet who have come to believe. Who's Jesus talking about? He's talking about us. 
And he's even talking about the gospel writers because it's generally accepted that none of the gospel writers were contemporaries of Jesus. It's unlikely, and despite the names given to their writings, that any of them witnessed the events they described. They believed without seeing. Last Sunday, as I looked out, I saw faces which were bright, rejoicing in the miraculous events we were commemorating. I saw the light of joy in the eyes of those who believe without having seen the actual events or seen them rebroadcast on network television. And we are those people who must carry this message of great joy to those who need it. We are charged with spreading joy. So let our faces continue to shine with the joy of the resurrection. You know, Mother Teresa, when she was looking for God, never looked up. She looked into the eyes of the people around her. Look at the people around you who are giving unselfishly of what they have for the furtherance of God's kingdom. Look at the face of a teacher, a nurse, a mental health volunteer or worker, a pastor, volunteers who do what they do for something other than material reward, and frankly, teachers, nurses, and mental health workers didn't get into it for the money. Look into the faces of these people, for it is there that you will see and may come to believe. What do we see when we look in people's eyes? What do they see when they look into ours? If you see love, you see God. Also, there's a wonderful line from Les Miserables that says, to love another person is to see the face of God. We who have not literally touched the wounds of our Savior are called to touch the wounds of his creatures, those who hurt, those who mourn, those who have no voice, and those whom society has discarded or ignored. We are to show them love. As we rejoice in the resurrection, let us rejoice in the opportunities for service in and to the world. And remembering Earth Day, let us care for God's creation as God cares for his children. We who believe what we cannot see are called to honor and serve the God who loves us so much that he made the ultimate sacrifice for our sake. Let us pray. God of salvation, thank you for the witness you provide so that we would believe and have life. Give us the vision to recognize your kingdom Give us the courage to call attention to it. Amen.